I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. In this hour, we will touch on the two MLB playoff games that we have today, a game six and a game seven. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And uh, VSIN sports betting analyst Josh Applebaum will join the program to get his uh, thoughts on Monday Night Football tonight. And, Paulie, we do have the openers here for Week 8 in the National Football League, the Thursday night game. Buffalo is at home to Tampa Bay. The look-ahead line was Buffalo minus 9. They're down to 7.5 this morning at DraftKings. Total is 42.5. Well, better job in the second half offensively, but I was freaking out. I'm just like, what am I watching here, right? And I, I know you're right about all the injuries, but one of the Patriots looked like that on offense. So at home, I mean, so what? They should have lost Sunday night to the Giants. So you want to be laying this? Good luck. And then here comes Baker Mayfield limping in after they haven't done anything offensively in the last two games. I know. Well, the Bills got me good this weekend in teasers, but more importantly in Survivor yeah. on one of my tickets. So uh, to come back and uh, trust them again, I don't. It's Monday morning, so it's like prisoner of the moment to say I could never do that. But um, down from nine here, a full one and a half point move after what we saw yesterday. Tough. But the injuries have absolutely caught up to the Bills. Yeah, it's unfortunate. This happens to a team, if not multiple teams, every year in the league where you think it's a championship contender, and then it's just one thing right after another. Let me think of the total. Tampa's defense playing well. Yeah, that, I don't see them. I mean, again, are they, they, they going to put, even though the ta- the Buffalo defense is bad right now, will the Buccaneers have explosive plays in this game? No. It seems unlikely. Yeah. Their, expo- their explosive play last night, yes, it was Baker Mayfield with a 31-yard rush yeah. with a scramble that set up the tying field goal at the time. The Jets are playing the Giants. Technically, this is a Giants home game. Jets are laying three. Total is 36 here. Look at some of these totals again this week. Well, it's about time. 
It's about time the odds makers say, okay, we're putting up 36s now, and then you can decide what to do with it. But I, who's scoring in this game? I mean, Zach Wilson against Taylor and Giants, so many guys out with the offensive line. I mean, it's, again, that should have been an easy win, though. Barkley fumbles going in, and Shepard muffs the punt. But well, uh, I would also say, to your point, though, and your question about who's going to be scoring here, the Giants' defense now the last couple of weeks shut down the Bills, should have right. won that game on Sunday night. Right. And I know it's the commanders here, but again, they six sacks yesterday. Yep. So you, you don't think that Martindale is going to be bringing the heat and, and blitzing Zach Wilson in this game? I don't see how it goes over unless there's turnovers. I Which can't. could happen. Yeah. The Rams are playing at the Cowboys this morning. The DraftKings Dallas is six and the total is 46. Rams losers yesterday. Cowboys off the bye. Yeah. I just, I cannot believe... How long has this guy been in the league, Stafford? And he does the still does the dumb oh. stuff with the. Th- how? What are you doing? Oh eight, oh nine, something like that. I mean, the interception coming out of halftime. I mean, it's just and and Watt returns at the inside the five. It's like he still makes rookie mistakes, Stafford. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the good and the bad. So incredible catches by Puka. That's uh, I think they'll be. That's going over. I think there are going to be points in that one. Well, another game yesterday, by the way, for the Rams, I believe that's four straight weeks now where they've taken money to the over, not gotten there. I mean, that yesterday, that game, the Rams, I think the yardage count was like 300 plus to 100, and they couldn't put away uh, the, the Steelers. I mean, they have one play. They throw the back, the, the back yeah. throw to the uh, back, back shoulder throw to uh, Pickens. Pickens, that's it. That's the only thing that's they, all they have. That's all they, can, that's all they have, right. Uh, Jacksonville is two at the Steelers. Total is 41 and a half. Is this too much respect for Jacksonville? Well, when you watch the Steelers' offense, you say no. Huh. I think the total might be too high. But it's this, this offense is broken. I don't know how they continue to win games. But uh, does the schedule catch up to Jacksonville? That's the thing. I mean, this is a lot to overcome here. Well, back fa- thankfully, back. they played this past Thursday, so yeah, that in, helps you know, the right. couple of days rest. Yeah, but the extra rest, but I know. But you go London for two, then travel, Colts, short week, road game, another road game. So you win this one, then you go into your buy and your loving life. I liked what uh, Cousin Sal tweeted about the Steelers. Bet them to be trailing at halftime to come back and win the game. It's around 10 to 1. He's like, don't just bet it like that. And don't ask questions. All right. And Tomlin somehow, some way, will end up winning the game. And you yep. have no idea how this team's four and two. Yeah. Uh, Houston's three. Both teams off the bye here. Two rookie quarterbacks. Houston's three at Carolina, 41 and a half. Oh, I know what Adam Chernoff's going to do, but I got to see now with uh, Thomas Brown taking over and Reich out of the picture with the play calling. Going to see. But the only thing the only thing to bet here is Adam Thielen over. That's what you bet mm-hmm. is prop. And if they, how dare they put up in, in the 50s again for receiving yards, if that's the case, pound it. All right, Saints are playing at the Colts. Indy off the tough loss yesterday. They're laying one and a half at home to the Saints. Total is 42 and a half here. Wrong team favored? No, I don't think so. No? No, I don't. Uh, I'm going to get, uh, you don't know what you're going to get week in, week out from Minshew. But that we've seen the full Minshew experience oh the last two goodness. weeks. Oh, my goodness. I mean. Awful against Jacksonville, and then they light up the Browns. What do you have, two touchdowns passing and yeah. rushing yesterday against the best defense in football? Yeah, I know. I'm on the air yesterday with Brent Musburger here on the network, and he's asking me about that game. And I said, Minshew is, I think both statements could be true. He's maybe the best backup quarterback in the league, but when he has to play extended amounts of time, he's one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the league. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he plays the game of his life yeah. yesterday, or one of them anyway. Oh, that had everything. So yeah. Atlanta, is this too short? Atlanta is one at Tennessee. 
totals 37 and a half. Well, okay. So Halloween is, is the deadline. And it, I think it's going to be madness. I said it in August. I stand by it. I think the fire sale's coming in Tennessee. Now, who's playing quarterback? Are they going to move on from Henry? What's this going to look like? Do they, is the U-Haul backed up? Fire sale's coming. Uh, I, can't, I can't make a case. For, who's scoring in this game? This could be Willis against Ritter. Oh, my God. Which, again, it's, it's not only Ritter. It's also Art Smith being conservative and run, run, run. And the other thing, what's going on with Robinson? I mean, that was just theater of absurd what happened with the guys on there and he's got his helmet. Is he going right, in? Right, right, right. Um, okay, so where does this number go if Tannehill can't play? I want nothing to do with Willis really? at this point. Yeah. I mean, betting them right now, taking a risk on, okay, so I have one in pocket and Tannehill goes, but if Willis happens I, to... It, it's 16-13. I don't know who wins. It's a 16-13 final. The, yeah, Willis. the number has to move to at least three if yeah. Tannehill can't go. Okay. Philadelphia is now six and a half at Washington 45. I, I think that the first game means absolutely nothing here. Really? I, I really Throw do. It out? Yeah. Right. It has been bad since. And you're right. Is this, this kid going to get sacked 100 times? He's on pace to get sacked 100 times. But that's okay. And it tees the Eagles. Fine. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll ask so, you this again. Yeah. Minnesota plays at Green Bay. Should Green Bay be favored over anybody? Can't be. Well, Could certainly it? you have to take the Vikings first half. No, but you're right. I mean, you're favored in Denver and you can't move the ball and you lose that game. What is going on with this guy? Does LaFleur have any idea what he's doing? No, the answer is no. The last four halves, they've been outscored 63-6. to six, First halves. They haven't cracked 21 points four in a row. Mm. I mean, 63-6. to six, First uh, halves. I mean, what I, is he doing? Yep. I'll give you a guess of how many people nationally are going to feel sorry for the Packers because of the quarterback play now. After 30-plus years. No, no. Of, this is why I said the whole time. Now you blew and th- this is 10 years ago saying, you better get your act together because there's no guarantee you're going to follow up Favre and Rodgers with another Hall of Famer, and you don't know what it's like to play without a good quarterback. Well, here we are, and this team won two Super Bowls over 31 years or whatever it was. Abomination. Yeah, it is definitely time to panic. Yeah. Love, love can't play, and LaFleur is awful. New England and Miami Dolphins are now as low yeah. as 10.5, total is 47. Well, This touched 12.5 yesterday. It was, a, it was a tough one week, too. So it's still hoodie. To try to uh, contain this offense, and if the New England offense looks like they did Sunday, finally a, they look they look competent, look like an NFL team for for a change. Uh, you said this earlier about you like the team in Atlanta, but the quarterback play. If Seattle had a good quarterback, yes, this team could win the Super Bowl. Yes, they're two and a half point that's, favorites against the Browns. That's another guy. He's been in the league forever. He plays like a rookie. The interception? What is Gito Smith oh, doing? Man. At the one-yard line? Throwing people, it up? And people got duped into him winning comeback player of the year oh. last year. Screaming for weeks last year. You, last yeah, year saying you are he right. cannot give him the award. They have a nasty defense. You have a running game. You have great wide receivers. Uh, Gino holding them back right now. KC's 8.5 at Denver. Total 45.5. Well, remember, that's four in a row. They played them tough. Yeah, right. But uh, that's a lot of points. Baltimore's 8 at Arizona. Here's what's going to happen. Yeah. Cardinals will play him tough for a first half. Uh, yes, yes. Be in the game, and then somehow no they'll... Yep, it'll be 27-13 final Baltimore. Uh, Cincinnati is at San Francisco. Niners, 5.5, total 45.5. That just seems about right. Yeah. I think that's the number you got to make it. Yeah. But the Bengals off the bye might be worth a look, in my opinion. We'll see what happens tonight with the 49ers. But um, thinking that Burrow is going to be... You know, the healthiest he's going to be at this point in, any, you know, in the season. And here you go with your survivor play. The Chargers are laying eight and a half against the Bears. Totals 44 and a half. Yeah. 
teaser, a teaser looks good as well. I think uh, Badgett will play like the uh, Division II kid that he is. It's certainly a great story. But now on the road here and Chargers trying to save the season. And uh, I got I got I love the guy, but Herbert's got to do it. Herbert's been bad here. Yeah. Herbert's got to get things going. Here. I didn't think this with this Kellen Moore offense, it would look like this. And the Lions look great Monday night. Oh, I love the Lions. Now, how do you say how do you say Garoppolo's out, but he's back Monday? Mm hmm. So, and I can't believe McDaniels. Why didn't O'Connell start? Well, it's not the preseason. You just played him in the Charger game. And then you bring him in anyways, and he throws a touchdown. Well, here's why. I, McDaniels has absolutely no clue what he's doing. Yeah, no. He's lost. And by the way, Devontae Adams, nice job. You're going to piss and moan in the media all week long, or actually more, more than one week now, and you're actually going to say it's not about wins and losses. It's about greatness. You're wide open in the end zone, hits you right in the hands, and you drop the ball. <laughs> yeah. Then show up then. Play well. Don't pull that crap. Uh, by, by the way, back to the chart. There's no, I couldn't lay eight and a half. They might win by 100. I couldn't lay eight and a half against a Division three team with the Chargers. All right. Touch Thank on you. tonight's Monday night game. And what a day today overall in sports with two playoff games, a game six and a game seven. We'll hit them next. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Well, now college basketball is going to tip off. This is unbelievable. Our annual betting guide's coming out with college hoops now. Matt Eumann's top 25 rankings, who will be this year's Florida Atlantic. Future season-long bets. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up now for 120. Get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do through May 1st. All college basketball season-long, March Madness and beyond for 120. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. I think maybe the game of the weekend was Friday night, and it was Game 5, Astros Rangers. Good call. I, I, it was one of the best three hours of baseball I've ever watched yep. in my entire life. I concur. All things considered. Now, let me ask Bet you everything. this. From a betting perspective, when Adolis Garcia hits the home run off for a lander, and you want to talk about celebrating and enjoying the moment, when he walks on the first base and he body slams the bat 300 miles an hour into the, into the turf, into the ground, and then he rounds the bases. If this was a regular season game in June, there's no doubt about it. He's getting plunked in the next at bat. Well, you had to throw at him. Okay. Yep. But his next at bat, the, the Rangers are up four or two. There's a guy on. You can bet this stuff now. You can bet fire bets, next plate appearance, what's yep. going to happen. Yep. It never crossed my mind that he would get hit by a pitch because it, maybe some chin music here to, to send a uh, message. But to like purposely hit him, and now I know there's a back and forth about would he or would he not hit him, um, Abreu. I never thought to like bet that because why would the Astros put another guy on base when they're still in the game? Do you know what I'm saying? Well, first base open, yeah. Send a message. You don't act like that. I, I thought that was in play. Absolutely. You, you thought it was in play. Absolutely. I, I never it was did. In, play. Yeah. in a playoff game down yeah. 4 2 late, ninth inning. Yeah. I didn't. But, okay. Well, it changed everything because then you had a 20-minute delay. And then, then LeClerc is sitting there all that time, and you have the, it, that, that long delay, and then bam, <laughs> Altuve goes deep, and that's just a vicious push on the total yeah. with 5-4. But it was just, guys, can you figure it out? Can you? Why do we have such a long delay? And they were, they were stunned. And Bochi, who doesn't say a damn word, Bochi was irate afterwards how long the delay was so you come out the walk to singleton is awful Mm -hmm. that's the big one you know i know a prospect in his story but to be hitting a buck 60 and uh and then altuve deposits deposits the pitch and it becomes a 5-4 final and then what happened yesterday uh what's bochi now 12 and 1 last 13 facing elimination this guy is incredible well, no one, one of the best managers, and no one talks about it, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but this is game seven tonight. The last thing you wanted was a home game. I mean, it doesn't, you're six games under 500 yeah. at home. Well, and now, the, I, mean, I think the last thing the Rangers want is to have Max Scherzer on the mound. That too. That's why it's a fascinating game and a handicap, and this is awesome. Game seven to go to the World Series, and you have a team that, and the road teams won every game, mm-hmm. and then yet the road teams throwing Max Scherzer. Who's needed a diaper like the last three or four playoff starts he's made? Right. So the same game Parley and Max Scherzer came in last week in his last start, right? I mean, everything that should have gone under did. Everything that should have gone over also did. 
in this game, his strikeouts, it's the same number, juiced a little differently, though. It's four and a half strikeouts. It was the same number last week or in his last start. Yeah. The under is minus 135. Is he going to be in the game long enough to record five strikeouts? I can't here? see it. I can't see it. Not only, I don't think he gets it done in terms of rising to the occasion, it's also game seven. I, I don't care. After what happened, and remember, he didn't pitch for a month. As soon as there's trouble, I'm getting them. Everyone's available. I don't care. Montgomery, whoever. Nolan Ryan, everyone's available. I don't care. This is it. It's game seven, all the makings. As soon as they have a rally going, I'm pulling Scherzer. Uh, The bullpen will be warming up if there are runners on the corners with nobody out in the first inning. Well, I can use everybody. I have I have Gray, I have Haney, I have Dunning, I have Perez. Absolutely, I, I have I have a. And oh, by the way, Montgomery, everyone's gone. Game one of the World Series is Friday. That's right. So that's why it's all hands on deck, and we scream about that all the time. Like the the Barrios thing for the Blue Jays against the Twins. What on earth were they doing? But tonight is going to make a lot of sense. And the first sign whatsoever. They're going to have to go to yeah. him and talk to him and get somebody warming up, and that could be very soon. His outs prop tonight is 13 and a half as well. No way. He's pushing five innings? No way. Can't see it. No way. Maybe we get the reverse no. max here. I, can't, I just, I, no, I just, for a team that's been to the ALCS seven years in a row, and to be this bad at home is staggering. Mm-hmm. So this is it. For all the marbles, you win, think, you win the game, you're in the World Series. And in September, in games you had to have, swept by the Royals, lost two out of three to the Ace. These are awful teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just how could they be so bad the entire year at home? And now they're 0-3 in this series at home. You only won one game thus far at home in the playoffs, and you're 5-0 on the road. It's the gift that keeps on giving, by the way, with the Astros for a player prop. Jordan Alvarez, his what? total bases is one and a half. Is it plus money again? Still plus one twenty. Still plus today. money. I it's, can't. It's plus it money every That's game. Play. They're not walking the guy. It's they are not play. pitching no. around him. And you can't. No. They said it in the broadcast last night. No. Alvarez and I called him Barry Bonds recently because Bonds owned the plate more than any player I can ever remember in my lifetime when he was in his prime. Alvarez is right there with him. Yeah. That entire strike zone is his. You get anywhere close to that, although he did strike out in a big spot last night. I get that. But for the totality of the game, that's not going to happen four times. You know, also has been great as Tucker. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Thank you. I'm going to send that guy an IOU once they lose this series. Send him an IOU for 90,000. Absolutely. That's that's your big boy. He's unplayable. I know he is. Now, now how about this is a great week. We have Tottenham at noon. We have a game six at two o'clock. We have a game seven and we got Monday night football. And I don't know. Is Aaron Nola going to do this every every start? Six innings, no runs, three hits. Five and two-thirds, two runs. Seven innings, shutout ball. Can he do it again and well, close the door on the Diamonds' backs? Okay. And, and the series should be over because of Kimbrell, but Phillies haven't lost at home the entire playoffs and 23 home runs in 11 games. Second most ever. Right. So if Scherzer's going to be bad in every start, which you're projecting again today, yeah. Valdez, you and Mike Palm both said last week, can't pitch in yeah, a game six. They did. Yeah. So if they're going to be bad every start, why can't be Nola be this good every been, single yeah. start? It's been great. Now, Merrill Kelly was no, I mean, no. he wasn't chopped liver his last start. He was good. Well, the question is, though, it's from a prop standpoint, who's going deep for Philadelphia? Trying to figure I mean, it it's out. It's going to yeah. happen. Maybe is it all these guys again? Castellanos, a little a bit of a funk, too. I would play him under. 
uh, under bases. Castellano, something wrong with his swing, and you just throw him sliders away. But um, Schwarber, what is it, five home runs in the NLCS? Huh? This guy's Reggie Jackson. You know, and what Harper's doing, not only are they hitting home runs, they serve peanuts on that flight. Mm-hmm. I mean, these things are bombs. So Trey Turner, I think he'll rise to the occasion. He's a, he's good for at least a double tonight. So big price, though, $1.90. But it's a madhouse. So hard to win there. And and they think they tee up Kelly and get enough, and, I'll tell you this, and, and Nola uh, holds them in check. If we do get Astros-Phillies World Series – don't you really like Philadelphia? I, I know the Astros are much better at home, and Philly's going to have the home field edge here. But you can trot out Wheeler and Nola a minimum of twice. Suarez has been great. Very good. The other guys for the Phillies have been really, really good. And for the Astros, it's okay. We think Verlander can give us like make a stay in the game for six innings, and after that, it's yeah. okay. What are we going to get? Who's going to deliver for us on the mound? Who has home field? The Phillies will in that matchup. Against Houston? Yes. The Rangers okay. have it if it's Rangers-Phillies. Okay. Phillies. Well, you had me until you said the Astros wouldn't have home field. Yes, it's, they don't lose on the road. Uh, it's weird. Yeah. But you'd have to like every, like, I'm not kidding here. Every possible pitching matchup in that World Series, you would have to look at the Phillies and say, yeah. I, I like them again today. I am concerned about the Phillies bullpen. There's a reason Kimbrell jumps around from team to team. Yeah. Concerned about him. I don't for trust sure. him at all. Yeah, I don't like the other. What's the kids? Who's the guy with the? What's his name? Kierling or whatever. He's awful. No. You got to quit. Come on, Thompson. Do a better job. I don't. It's not September. And quit bringing yeah. that guy in. He's putting guys on right away and giving up runs. So uh, they should have swept them. At the very least, they should have beat them at five. You blow back to back games. It'll be five two in the eighth inning. Come on. Um, but we'll see if Nola closes the door. And it, again, it's going to be. That building's going to be up for grabs here. I'm a tough assignment for Kelly. Yeah, my favorite bet is Alvarez over total bases again. Uh, over one and that plus one twenty. I'm what, with you. Are you expecting good things from the, Javier? I trust him. I do. Yeah, that guy's been awesome. I don't know how, but he, Actually, he gets he, it done. I'm sorry. I apologize. The Phillies Astros matchup. Javier will probably have the advantage against whoever he goes. If that's going to be the matchup, uh, Suarez, right? It'd yeah, be Suarez, right? Javier Suarez is actually a really good matchup yeah. right now. Yeah, it is. How about this? I can't believe we have two games today. Oh, the drama. Yeah. The only thing better would be if they were both Game 7s. Yeah. The good, the bad, and the ugly is up next. They did it again. It was inexplicable. And with it comes zero accountability. We'll run it down for you here on Follow the Money. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the VEASAN.com slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Check the leaderboard to view betting records, profit, ROI, who has the hot hand. Lou Finicaro and Adam Chernoff, that's who. Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, hippo videos. Give me the pumpkin. Sign up today, $19 your first month. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Here we go. The good. Pretty, pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. The bad. I've had it with this dump. We've got no food. We've got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. And the ugly. First of all, that's horrible. Wow, that was the worst music. Well, 
He did it again. Mahomes threw for 400 yards. <laughs> uh, he beat the Chargers. Kelsey was great. Who's on Kelsey? He's 29-3 and three against the AFC West. This would be eight titles in a row, too, for Kansas City. You ready to call a division over this soon? I saw one tweet. The guy's right. You actually could make the case the first time, I think in a couple weeks, they play the Raiders. They could actually wrap up the division, but mathematically possible if they buy at that point, too. So I'll buy it. This is just a joke. I kept saying it. I don't get them all right. But the fact that these guys were $1.60 to win the division, he doesn't lose in the division. Andy Reid doesn't lose in the division. How could you ever buy the Chargers? Right? Well, but I mean, it, come on. I mean, their win totals were actually not that far apart yeah, this year. Yeah, $1.60. It's a three-and-a-half game lead. Lamar and the Ravens. This is what I thought we'd see from the get-go. This team is scary. And when this offense looks like that, watch out. Again, the first quarter stuff, and it's coaching, but to be 8-0 ATS in the first quarter and outscored your opponent 55-6. to Lamar, 357 as well and Whittingham and Utah I mean you're right the, the lack of respect for this program and they win the they're in the Pac-12 title game almost every year six and one with backup quarterbacks wins over Florida USC UCLA and Baylor incredible job by Whittingham and they go on the road and beat USC as eight point dogs great coach well, it's funny we have all these games over the weekend and I have two similar goods uh to you paulie this week and kyle whittingham would be one of them i'll expand on this by the way if they go 12 and 1 they're a playoff team there's no there's no way you could deny that resume how could you yeah he is 25 and 13 ats when catching four and a half points or more yeah beautiful 68 plus percent to do it again and that was again as i said earlier not a fluke and that number was hovering around seven the entire week usc is going to bounce back um, Cam Rising's out for the year, which they announced on Sunday, but he wasn't going to play in the game. No way Utah could compete this week, right? Okay. All right. Uh, go down the field and win the game with that last-second field goal. Um, he's unbelievable. And to expand mm-hmm. on Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. again, that's what it looks like when the wide receivers hang on to the football. Oh, that too. 357 yards and three touchdowns. I can't get over the, dominate, the, the dominating fashion in which it came. The Lions are a good football team. That's 28 nothing at halftime. The Ravens scored a touchdown on each of their first four drives. First team in the NFL to do that this year. Jackson, one of three players last 20 years to have 150 passing a touchdown and one rushing touchdown in the first quarter. Yards at halftime, 355 to 97. Oh. oh. Yeah. yeah you and, might, and you have a top five defense, which nobody saw that coming. And my final good, they lost the game yesterday. He might not win Offensive Rookie of the Year. But it is an absolute joy to watch Puka Nakua, the wide receiver for the Rams. He was the go-to guy yesterday for Stafford against that Steelers defense. How about the catch on the sideline? I, that's, How does he keep his foot in? To go tippy-toe like that, uh, maybe a little bit of luck. I don't know. Maybe it was all self-awareness. But to get it down and there's yeah. a sliver between... Anyway, 8 for 154. And for those of you who were on Puka to win the Offensive Rookie of the Year when the Cooper Cup news came out uh, a while back, it's a great ticket to have. I'm not one of them. My bad... The Commanders, <laughs> Sam Howell, sacked six more times. That's 40 sacks taken over seven games. He's on pace now to be sacked 97 times. The record is 76. And I saw this tweet from uh, Pro Football Reference. The most games being sacked four-plus times to start a season. Sam Howell, seven, now tied with David Carr back in 2002. 
But Tannehill was sacked five times uh, in five games, four-plus times back in 2013. Mark Brunel and Archie Manning. So he's a chance to run away with that record. Yeah. And also, the Las Vegas Raiders, I'm probably going to lose that bet that I have on their win total to the under. The team's actually worse than I thought. (laughs) I thought they were going to be absolutely horrendous. Yeah. Yeah. Hoyer was 17-32 with two INTs at a 37 rating. They have not scored 20 points on offense in a single game this year. Yep. You can't count it against the Patriots, okay. the safety at the end of the game. McDaniels has to know that stat, though, right? He has to know Hoyer's lost 13 starts in a row. You would think. And oh, O'Connell, why would I put O'Connell in? Ohio State and Penn State. The play calling and the quarterback play. Oh, man, that's bad. And I mean, this, come on, Aller. I mean, the, the dink and dunk and the nose, guiding the ball. The nose. And I know Ohio State won, but it's like, how, how is McCord doing this? I don't I mean, know. I mean, you have Marvin Harrison. That's another thing with Penn State. Guys, it's third and 18. Where do you think the ball's going? Mm-hmm. And also the shallow crossing routes. I mean, make an adjustment. But again, it comes back to one guy. Franklin. Penn State, one of 16 on third down. Franklin, one and oh. nine against Ohio State. 3-21 and 21 against top 10 teams, 1-14 against top 5 teams. Aller's QBR was 29, 190 yards. And that garbage time, too. Sure. You know, with the, the garbage time. Love and LaFleur. Again, Green Bay outscored 63-6 to six their last four first halves. Oh, boy. Under 21 points the last four games. Panic time in Green Bay. And the Bills, since they blew out Miami, lost 25-20 in London. Won 14-9 and lost 29-25. 10 first-half points in all those games. What are they doing? Sleepwalking. So that team lost to the Jets. They lost to the Patriots. They should have lost to the Giants. Right. And they have that 48-20 win against Miami. Yeah, you'll figure it out. My ugly, can it get any worse for Michigan State? Your coach fired because he wasn't master of his domain. You get beat 49 rip at home by Michigan. No, you got to apologize because you put Hitler up on your scoreboard with some type of trivia. No, that's probably rock bottom. I, yeah, I would think. Is this rock bottom now? I mean, this. You got beat 49 nothing. It wasn't even the low point of the game. Yeah, right. Because you have to apologize for putting Hitler up on your scoreboard. What's going on? And North Carolina and Mac Brown. Your 24 point favorite at home to Virginia. Virginia had one win coming in. William and Mary. And you lose the game and you can't stop them? Ah, uh, just when I talk them up and maybe, hey, the win total 10 and a half. And that's, re- that's so embarrassing. That's typical North Carolina, though. So bad. Beyond well, ugly. My ugly. We got to have Iowa football in the, in the discussion today. Yes, yes. So, Paul, they had two yards in the second yes, half. Yes, Two well yards. Aware. Their yeah. second half drives, three plays, zero yards, two plays, negative six yards, three plays, three yards, three plays, three yards, three plays, negative 18 yards, three plays, 27 yards, three plays, negative seven yards, INT. And there was some controversy there, but evidently when the guy goes like this with the hand, yeah, I did not see the fair catch, but he, he made like a move, like a reset move. Yeah. That's automatic, plays yeah, dead, automatic, not going to yeah. happen, and that's how they lost the game. Yep. But thank God they lost. We can't get somebody else has to beat them. They can't go to the Big Ten no. title game. No. We don't want to see that. They had. I could go on and on and on about this team, but it was ugly enough. Um, the spot 
in the Steelers-Rams game just oh. north of two minutes to play in the game. And here's why it stunk so much for the Rams. McVay was out of timeouts. He couldn't, he couldn't challenge the play. How do you How? possibly spot that as a first down right. for Kenny Pickett and the Steelers? You could, you could see where his knee hit. Yes, He's of course you could. Close. He's so, not even close on that. So because they couldn't call a timeout, the Steelers could run it down to two minutes and then take a knee and end the ball game. That's unequivocally Rams football in good field position with plenty of time to go down and score. That, along with the P.I. in the Colts game at the end of the game, Kelvin Johnson could have been on a trampoline <laughs> and he would not have caught the pass. Yes. And yet they call INT <laughs> on the Colts. Game's over. I, you know, quite frankly, I'm, I see it every Sunday. And I'm sick of it. When these balls are landing out of bounds, pick the flag up. Yes. Cut it out. Yes. Again, there, there's no common sense here. Oh, that's, I mean, that hit the that hit the wall beyond the end zone. Hit the wall. Yeah. And look, I don't feel sorry for USC. I just don't. I feel sorry for that kid, though. Barry Alexander. And I'm sure that this happens all day long in college football, and I miss some of this stuff. Watching that game, they were probably going to lose the, any, the game anyway. Again, you're not using your head if you think Barry Alexander did it on purpose, where he would go up, use the helmet, and try to get kicked out of the game by hurting the quarterback. The guy was having an unbelievable game. You, you could see instantly. He goes to the sideline. The guy's in tears. But no, that's targeting. Kid's going to get kicked out of the game. Call it a personal foul. Let's him, let him stay in the game, and you move on. It's pretty simple here, guys. It's incredible how often the referees have to get involved and they screw things up. Yep. We'll get a Monday night football preview with VSIN sports betting analyst Josh Applebaum coming up next here on Follow the Money. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, 
You can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Don't forget DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can bet $5 and pocket 200 in bonus bets instantly. All customers get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Download the app. Use promo code FOLLOW. Follow when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook crowns yours. Get up there. VSIN sports betting analyst Josh Applebaum joins the program now. His two podcasts here on the network are called Morning Bets and Market Insights. You can get both podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast. Josh, thanks for the time today. Good morning. We appreciate it as always. Let's begin by looking at this Monday night football game tonight. The Niners are at the Vikings now. Of course, having outs here again, a major thing that uh, all sports bettors need to uh, have at their disposal. Vikings are catching six and a half at some spots. They're catching seven at others. Is that attractive enough for you to be on board here with Minnesota? It is. Mitch and Paulie, good morning. I think you just hit the nail on the head, Mitch. Regardless of who you like in this game, you can do yourself a favor as a better and get the best number available. So if you do like San Fran, get that minus six and a half. That's available across the market. If you do like the the Minnesota Vikings, which is where I'm going, you got to get that plus seven. Key numbers are so critical. Could be a difference between a win and a push, you know, loss and a push, that sort of thing. But my breakdown of the game, guys, is this. Number one, this is still a very, very public play toward the 49ers. They're dealing with some injuries. You're not going to have Debo Samuel tonight. No Trent Williams. He's banged up as well. McCaffrey looks like he's good to go, but he's, I was reading that he had a small tear in his oblique so how effective will he be but even though they lost last week uh to the uh, cleveland browns 19 to 17 remember they were a nine and a half point favorite in that game injuries pretty suffered his first loss in his career public is saying okay that was an aberration minnesota vikings stink lay the points of the 49ers tonight currently you're getting 80 percent of bets using our vsin.com bet splits coming directly from DraftKings, laying the points with san francisco but the notable thing to me guys is that this line is actually moving and showing liability toward the Minnesota Vikings. A lot of these books opened San Francisco laying seven and a half. That seven and a half quickly got down to seven. We pretty much sat seven all week. But as you mentioned, Mitch, some of these books are falling to six and a half. A lot of these books are, uh, pay attention to the juice too. The juice on these sevens are all plus seven, minus 115, minus 120 to Minnesota. So if you're at a book that's still at seven, that's telling you that if you like Minnesota, you should probably grab them now as it may get down to six and a half. Now, Minnesota is playing a little bit better here as of late. Remember last year, they won all these one score games. They're 11 and 0 in one score games. Regression has hit them pretty hard this year uh, as they're uh, they still have a losing record, but they've won two of their last three games. Again, they're contrarian in a heavily bet game, only getting 20% of bets. It feels like, you know, odds makers and books are taking a position on Minnesota. If you're getting such heavy betting on the 49ers, why isn't this up to seven and a half, eight? It's actually falling and going the other way. You also look at some correlative betting value. Always pay attention to, you know, what side do you like, dog or favorite, and then take a look at the, the total because that can give you a little bit of an edge there. Now, when I'm on a dog, guys, I want a low total. So total in this game is 43. It's actually fallen pretty good with some smart money. It opened as high as 47. But you're on a dog, especially a dog, 
as high as a touchdown, low total game. Again, line of demarcation to me is like 45. If you're above 45, that's a high total. Below 45, low total. But fewer amount of expected points scored, harder for the favorite to cover. Also, primetime dogs. Now, they haven't barked as loud this year. They're 8-11 and 11 ATS. You saw dogs bark back a little bit yesterday as favorites had a really good start to the year. But still primetime dogs in, on uh, since 2020, they're 175 ATS, 57%. Shanahan is only 13 and 16 ATS as a favorite of six or more. Mentioned the injuries here, obviously dealing uh, with a lot of star players being out for San Fran. But I'm going to take the plus seven, guys. Again, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of, you know, tease down 49ers, money line parlays, 49ers. But if you're giving me everybody and their mother on San Francisco yet, it's fallen down to Minnesota. Again, Kirk Cousins doesn't have a good record in primetime. He can lose this one tonight. If you're taking the points, just lose by six or less. Uh, I'm taking the points, the plus seven with Minnesota. How about some day baseball today? And can Nola keep it going? He's been awesome so far in the playoffs. What do you think of the Phillies trying to close out Arizona? Yeah, I'm going to hope for a closeout here, Paulie. I'm going to go with uh, Philly. I think there's three reasons to back Philly today. The line move the pitching matchup, and how great they are at home. So uh, leading 3-2, to two, as you mentioned, uh, Paulie, if they win today, they punch their ticket to the World Series. Series price, Philly's now minus 650. That's an implied probability of 87%. If you think Arizona can win tonight and then uh, win a game, a game seven, they're plus 500. Phillies are your World Series favorite now, plus 125. Houston plus Ooh. 210. We got the Houston-Texas game later today, which will, which will be great. Texas plus 275 and Arizona plus 1300. But let's start off with the line move today, guys. This game opened... You know, as low as minus 165, minus 170 for Philly. Now they're up to minus 180. Some shops even higher, minus 185. So right off the bat, that steam move jumped out to me. A lot of money here laying it with the fills. Pretty good bet split as well. They're getting 81% of bets, but 93% of the money. So public's just saying ride the fills. Uh, but wise guys maybe saw value in that number when it opened around minus 165. So we have the line move. We have a pretty good uh, pro and Joe bet split. And then also the pitching matchup. Merrill Kelly. He's one and one with an ERA of 3.00 in the postseason. But to me, this is a, a game to back Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola has been great. 3-0, 0.96 ERA. This is the same matchup as game two. If you remember, guys, that Philly won that game 10 to nothing at home. Nola went six innings, three hits, no runs, seven Ks. And then the last thing is just Philly at home. You've heard Bryce Harper talk about it. He loves Philly. You know, it almost uh, I get, you know, uh, jealousy as a Red Sox fan when Fenway Park used to be like this. But now Philly is kind of the uh, the crazy ballpark with the home uh, home field advantage and these fans go nuts harper's talked about how much he loves playing in front of these fans and it really you know gives this team some uh some momentum some confidence because they're six and oh at the bank citizens bank ballpark this postseason they're 12 and two at the bank the last two postseasons hundred dollar better taking the phillies at home every postseason game last two years is up almost a thousand dollars and then some correlative betting we're becoming a bigger favorite here with philly it's a low total it's eight it's juiced up under minus 115 so maybe liability on a lower scoring game and if you're looking for a prop bet guys Aaron Nola to go over five and a half strikeouts. Can he get you six K's today? Uh, he's gone over that number in two of his last three games. It's juiced up minus 130. I like Nola. I like the fills at home. I like the line move. I got to go Philly guys minus 180. Uh, very good. You can follow Josh on X. He is at Josh underscore insights. Get his two podcasts here on VEASAN as well. Wherever you get your podcast, one is called morning bets. The other one is called market insights. Thanks for the time today, Josh. Best of luck today. Appreciate it, guys. Have a great day. Yep, be good. There you go. Okay, so he likes the K prop too, over six and a half. The the Nola angle here. I mean, this guy has just completely turned it on. Made a ton of money. Absolutely. Like, what is his contract yeah. going to be? Yeah. If he could bet on it, would you bet north of a hundred and seventy-five million dollars? Well over. Yep. Probably going to land there. 
So, I mean, he's in unbelievable form right now. And if you're betting these home run props, I mean, Merrill Kelly's also very good. Maybe we don't see a lot of fireworks from this Phillies lineup, but man, the way Schwarber's going right now and the way Harper, so good. Daily strikeout leader. Nola plus 180, Kelly plus 250, Javier plus 250, Scherzer 4-1. Scherzer, I don't see how he sees the fourth inning. Mm. And Nola, who's going to go deep in the game? The best chance, Nola. Scherzer would be a complete contrarian pick. Yeah. Right? The 5.5 for Nola is minus 130 to the over. Merrill Kelly has the same number, by the way, 5.5. The over for him is plus 115. Outs recorded. Aaron Nola is 16.5. So will he go 5 and 2 thirds? The over is minus 145. Six strong from him tonight? I should be able to get six. Yeah. Merrill Kelly is 14.5. Does he go five? I don't know what to make of him. I don't know. I, that, that one's tough. Look at, uh, look at Javier, by the way. H- Javier's prop today for outs recorded is it's the lowest on the board by any starting pitcher. It's 12.5. The over is plus 110. He's got to go over. This is the flip opposite of Texas. With the Abreu thing, and Dusty's talked about it, how many guys can he trust? Right. Plus, the bullpen came in, and they were awful yesterday. Yes, they were. I I, th- I would trust Javier to just maybe he has to, he has to give him something. He has to give him five innings at least. Well, I would say Six this, though. It, it, we said this earlier. The first sign of trouble for Max Scherzer, Bruce Bochy's uh-huh. going to have the bullpen warming up for the Rangers. There's yeah. zero debate about that, right? Well, it's also Game 7 here for the Astros. So what about if Javier's in trouble? Well, who am I going to? Like, what are we seeing? I... They're going to have to have J.P. France. Oh, boy. Brown They're, they're going to have guys? to have Brown. It's in all, it, this game is all hands on deck for both teams. Has to be. Yeah, you could be right. Maybe Javier is too high then. I just trust what he's you know, going back. Oh, the last, guy's in really good form. Yeah, his last four playoff starts. Gotta have to, you're going to have to trust him. And just finds a way to get it done and get these guys out. Well, there's, we'll be, there's just too much there with Scherzer. The history, the layoff, and Game 7, and, and knowing there's better options out there anyway. So well, at least how I see it. But, he, you know, Bochy has a bunch of guys he can go to. And the injury's kind of a big deal, too. Yeah. You know, he's just fresh off of that injury where we were first told, imagine this, reports were wrong. He was going to be out for the year. Comes back, was no good, and now he's got to turn right back around against the same team and do it all over again. Killing his legacy. Killing it. Going boot off the mound last year, game one. Lit up seven runs against the Padres. Lit up here. You think in so? Game three. Absolutely. He's been horrendous going back. Uh. Bad with the Dodgers. He was seen as this Mad Mags closing out. It's flipped going back the last, uh, you know, three, four teams he's been I don't even know top of my head. On. How many rings did, does he have? Is it one with the Nationals? Did he get one in Detroit? Is he two? I don't think they won it. No? With him. He no. have, doesn't have two? I don't know. No. Okay. We'll run down a lot of what happened yesterday in the National Football League coming up next here on VSIN. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals, Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.